Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Yarns and Tales. Well, let me start this one out by asking, so how y'all folks doing today? You doing okay, I hope. Around here, it was 36 degrees this morning. Went out to feed my kitty cats. And it was just the cutest. Have this little, little cat bed. And it's really only big enough for one kitty cat. Those two of them in it. Uh, two of my females. One, she's all really, really fuzzy. She's laid up on one side of it. And then one of my smaller females who is either the other female's mother or aunt i can't remember yeah we say aunt it's not like the bug it's the one you're related to though so anyway she's uh she's laying there the younger female but she's bigger She's laying there and she's got her 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 front arm wrapped around the other one like she's cuddling her close. It was just so cute. But I just wanted to share that little tidbit with y'all. But yeah, it was 36 this morning. It is the end of March and 36 degrees. Folks, it was 80 degrees in December. It was... 80 degrees in January. We get to March. It is in the 30s. All the time now. In South Georgia. The weather is broken. Let me tell you. So anywho. Um. Let's see. We are working on. Episode 16 today. Yay! You know, we're cranking right along, aren't we? So, last week, we talked a little bit about the uh, Fingerless Glove Project. Um, I'm a little further along into the second glove. I am typing up the instructions. I haven't posted them yet. Y'all know how it gets. You get just this, this little bitty, little bit of time. And then you're like, you want to sit down and you want to get hold of something and you want to work on it. And just as soon as you start working on it, something else comes up, just sneaks up on you like a little church mouse and says, Hello, I need to bother you with something. And disturbs everything. And you're like, dadgummit. So finding time to work on your projects is fleeting sometimes rather aggravating too like today my podcast this is the second time i've tried to cut it gremlins you say no no it wasn't technical gremlins sort of i have in playing around with patterns I had knitted a windsock for the microphones. 
And I had knitted one using that uh, fun fur yarn. And, oh, it was so cute on there. It's all these little funky uh, medium range pinks and greens and blues and purples. Looked really great. And I've used it without a problem on most of my mics until today. And today I have a new... I brought the mic closer to me, so I figured, okay, you know, might make things easier. Well, I kind of had a little problem, is my cheek started touching a little bit of the fuzzy, the fake fur. And, yep, you guessed it. It was all scruff, scruff, scruff. You know, just this, it sounded like rubbing sandpaper. Inside your ear, it completely ruined my podcast because I didn't think anything about it until I went and started listening to the raw feed that I had made and I kept hearing this really bizarre, it sounded like strong wind blowing across my mic I was like where's this coming from but that's all technical gobbledygook we're here to talk about yarn and goofy stuff so I guess well that does kind of count as the goofy stuff because it was about yarn and me being goofy with the mic and yes it has been one of those days don't you just love them? <laughs> oh, boy. So, in this episode, as I mentioned in 15, I wanted to work on this diagonal stitch. And I picked out one out of the, the book that I said we'd be working out of, the 1030 Stitch Patterns book that I found at a junk store long time ago so anyway i pick out this one diagonal stitch pattern and i'm like okay you know 45 degree angle it's a rib knit oh yeah i mean this is gonna look awesome in the collection of of uh patterns that i picked out that we're gonna work with leftover yarns yeah, right. That didn't happen with this one. So I get like 12 rows into it. And the the work looked absolutely nothing like the example picture. And I really do mean nada at all. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? I mean, for real, what am I doing wrong? I followed it exactly. And this is something that, you know, when you do knitting and crocheting or much of anything, you're going to discover where the instructions meet your hands and do not produce the same results 
as the picture. So, yeah, I kind of don't know what went wrong. And I'll go back and try it again later. And see if I can figure out. But it, you can see some angling in there. But with the purple I chose to use, it's, ew, ugly. Just didn't work. And I got, ugh, so frustrated. So, I picked out another uh, diagonal stitch. And this other diagonal stitch stitch mark my page here in my book it's called an oblique rib i was like okay it's not exactly the angle i wanted but hey it'll do right it's really simple and that's kind of what i'm after here so i one morning the universe smiled upon me the kids were not up the cat she was done doing her umpteenth bath of the morning and taking another nap the world said sit knit be at peace so i did and i go to working on this oblique rib and i get another i get about 12 into it 12 rows and the the pattern itself consists of four four rows to make the pattern show up and i was about 12 rows in so there was plenty of time for the pattern to repeat itself and show up really nice and these nice according to the picture angled rib rows should have shown themselves and i'm admiring my work and i'm looking at it and it's all vertical of like what the heck there's no angle here anywhere it's all vertical i followed the instructions at least i believed i had followed them perfectly and it's vertical where did my angles go <laughs> and i just sat there and went really so it was time to make friends with the amphibian and frog it yes i withdrew the needle picked up my ball of yarn and started winding the yarn back onto the ball as I ripped it, ripped it, ripped it. Watching all those rows disappear. All that peace and zen gone. So then I start over. And I have managed this time to get the angle right though it's not as distinctive as i would have thought but then that could just be the fact that it's me you know things just go weird with me but still using my size seven with this i had cast on 
28 stitches. Now, we've been working with 24, and you're like, well, why don't you go 28 this time? Because when I stopped to count, I was at like 27, and I said, 28, that's a derivative of 4. So I just put on one more and said, we're good to go. <laughs> it's a sample piece. It's not rocket science. Although, having had two completely weird results, I was beginning to wonder, is it rocket science? Or am I just having that bad a situation? Anyway, I digress. So, let me tell you about the actual sequence of events here. The oblique rib, like I just said, it's a multiple of four. Now, row one is your basic two by two rib knit. Knit two, purl two, knit two, purl two, knit two, purl two. You get it, right? So that's row one. Row two is basically we're going to keep shifting through these four stitches, alternating or not alternating, poor choice of words. We're going to shift who starts the sequence. So row one was knit two, purl two. Okay. The second row, we're going to shift that. We're going to move over and we're going to do knit one, purl two, knit one. But basically, once you do a lot of those, it you start out with either knitting or purling one or two. It just depends on whose turn it is to go first. And after that, Everything is in pairs, just like a regular rib, two by two rib knit. So row two is knit one, purl two, and then when, because you're hitting the repeat after knit one, you repeat it with knit one, purl two. Okay, yeah. So row two, knit one starts it off, and then it's Purl two, knit two, purl two, knit two, purl two, knit two. Yeah. Zoom. All the way down. Flip it over. Row three. Because we shift the sequence by one, we get purl two, knit two. All the way down the row. Purl two, knit two, purl two, knit two. Yeah, that's my wacky voice. One of them have a few. So that's row three. And we get all the way down. Then we flip her over. And because we're going to shift one in the sequence. We now have purl one. Knit two. Purl one. And then you repeat that. And when you do. It just. It's easier to look at it and go. Oh. Purl one. Knit two, purl two, knit two, purl two, knit two, purl two. Yeah. You get all, get this little rhythm going. And then that's it. This is oblique because after row four, 
you start over again with the stylings of row one because it shifts and that's how this sequence for oblique rib works is and now here's the fun part and for very new knitters this is something you may not know or have picked up on yet my little nugget of wisdom today if you are not sure where you are when you last sat them down look at the recently finished side of work look at your pattern in the case of this one what are the four stitches at the end of the work what are they doing you know is it pearl one knit two pearl one well hey you go and you look and see which row you're on and go okay i know where i am now it's that simple you flip it around to the working side and go to work so yeah with this new one i have made it into it let's see one two three four five eight rows i've gotten the repeat twice and i see diagonals i was very happy this meant i had done something right or even better i had done some i had not done something wrong so that's what that that's where i am on oblique rib i got the angles going got it working out the purple is a nice soft purple it was some leftover i think this was a karen its sleeve is long been gone um it's a some leftovers i've had for years so yeah i have rib now i'm happy with it i know that it sounds like not much but really y'all know it does <laughs> you follow a pattern you expect to see it when you don't see it you get kind of frustrated so that's the one that we are working on this week is the oblique rib it will be posted the instructions so y'all can make reference of it if you forget what my words said now the other night um last night yes last night for y'all when you listen to this it wouldn't matter what night it was honestly i guess my husband and i we were watching uh some recorded shows and we happened to be watching castle because we're we're fans of the show castle and i have this oversized coffee mug it's a black one and my husband had spotted it and he was trying to kind of figure it out because in it was a ball of leftover yarn and two of my dpns sticking out of it and 
he was like, honey, what are you doing? I said, it's one way that you can keep a ball of yarn situated is you can put it in a coffee cup or something and tuck your, your needles in if it's deep enough, grab it by the handle and walk off with it. So that's what I did. And he's like, okay, now my honey doesn't drink tea. She knits tea. So I was playing around with a potential stitch for episode 17 next week and i have picked it out i'm actually very happy with experimenting with it so next week is something we're going to work on called a purse stitch super simple um it has holes in it i'll i'll tell you that much it has holes in it and it's really cute it's really simple i mean for beginners this is a very awesome stitch well look at there we're already over the 20 minute mark i try to keep these short because like i told y'all finding time to do stuff you have just the world gets so busy 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 and it's really hard to sit still for very long. So when you get a moment, you're just like, you grab it with both hands. You put your headphones on and you're like, okay, Southern chick, talk fast. I try not to talk too fast. Y'all really would not understand me if I did. But then again, Southern draw, you're not made to talk fast. You are made to talk slow, and you just sort of put your thing in there like that, and you get this whimsical pronunciation of words going on. Yeah, it's the draw. I love doing that. Although it does make talking to my children sometimes, it annoys them to no end. You want to know why? I'll tell you. You take too long to tell them something. They do not wish to hear me drop into my southern voice. My deep southern. Because it just takes too doggone long to tell them something. So if I go in and I stop talking very appropriately. Well, they don't like that either. But it gets the job done quicker. <laughs> oh those of you with kids understand those of you without kids imagine friends who talk slowly or too fast same concept so anyway i'm so glad y'all dropped in to listen this week um hopefully this recording when i go back and listen to the raw it will be a okay um i will get the 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 patterns written and posted here shortly if they are not already depending on when you listen to this but my website www.revly.me that's r-e-v-l-e-a dot m-e 
Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye, y'all.